The Last Word on Travel on Today FM with Multitrip.com, Ireland's favourite travel insurance provider. The subject now that I think will appeal to a lot of you in our weekly travel spot, the idea of going on your own, solo travel. Very interesting to a lot of people who maybe are not in a relationship with a partner, who still want to go away on a holiday, but are often put up by, off by the extraordinary prices demanded by hotels or by travel agents to do it on your own. Sarah Slattery from the travelexpert.ie is with us. But yet, Sarah, there seems to be significant evidence that since the lifting of lockdown restrictions, a lot of people are opting for solo travel. Why is this? Yeah, the the statistics are incredible. They're just uh, it's it's more than uh, double. Booking.com are, are recording um, double what what the, the numbers were pre pandemic, and the Google Trends data are showing that the searches are up seven hundred and sixty one percent, which is just staggering. But yeah, I think I suppose we all got a bit used to our own company during COVID. We were exploring more on our own, and um, there's also I suppose that that feeling of of missing out that. You know, we don't know what might happen. Maybe take take the advantage now while we can, travel while we can and do those bucket list uh, trips because that's another interesting part of the the, the evidence that, that that's coming out is that, or the research that's coming out, is that it's not just the hostel style, cheap backpacking kind of solo trips that is increasing. The demand for the luxury end is, is really growing as well. With an emphasis, I believe, on mental health. Yeah, I think so too. That whole, we all want our me time, that time to just escape and um, wellness. I mean, even my kids in school have well-being classes now in primary school. Like so much has changed and, you know, in, in that regard that I think it's important that we do take me time or time out. So whether it's a yoga retreats or I notice even like my local gym, like they arrange weekends away, fitness, fitness camps, things like that. Um, and it's a great way as well for people to try solo travel. For them. So they're technically going on their own, but they're also going with people that they may know. Or well, actually, that's what I was seen, just going to get know? to, is that it's not really for so many people. It's not isolation. It's actually an opportunity to meet other people in a relaxed setting. Exactly. I mean, there's really this kind of solo trips for everybody out there. There's, there's the people who want to be completely on their own and, and just want to sit there with a good book and relax and get away from busy life or work or whatever problems they may have at home. And then there's the, there's the people who want to go specifically to meet people. And it is a great way to meet people. There's, you know, so many group trips that are organized as well with with um, solo travelers in mind. That's a great way to companies like G Adventures or our own Irish company, TD Active Holidays. They organize group trips that you can go on but you've also got like the likes of hostels have have changed huge amount now as well because I suppose my impression of hostels years ago was always you know these dormitories and cheap kind of dingy places but that's all changed now like you can get um you know ensuite bedrooms private private rooms but hostel world has kind of changed all that as well because they they have these this great app so before you go anywhere, you can chat to people who are staying in the hostel. You can arrange to meet them even before you've left your house. Or when you're there, you can arrange to meet them that night. Is anybody going to such and such a place? And it's it's just a great way to meet people. What about the age profile of those who are opting for solo holidays? Well, I think it, it really depends on the on the type of trip. I think you'll still have the young people going off backpacking and, um, you know, those 
trips before they um, start getting seriously settling down to to college or, or or work life that that they're still going to be there and they'll always be there. But you've definitely got the luxury end for people. I mean, in some cases, it may be someone has separated from their their partner or maybe they just they haven't spent money and since COVID they want somewhere something a bit of adventure like climbing Machu Picchu for instance um, I know that other Irish company Earth's Edge are doing a lot of Everest base camp and things like that and you've got a lot of solo travellers on that um, and again it's it's a sort of it's an adventure it's a bucket list thing it's 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 something unique that um, that that you can do with like-minded travellers as well. But then the issue of price comes in because it often is a complaint for a lot of solo travellers is that they're expected to pay for accommodation as if they were part of a couple. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that is difficult. And I, I, it is difficult for hoteliers as well. And like a mainstream hotel, I suppose, it, you know, you're building a room for two, so you have to kind of charge the price per room. And it doesn't make economic sense to, to build lots of small single rooms. But there are lots of ways to do it. Um, you, if you want to share with somebody, you can share with somebody of the same uh, gender. They, a lot of companies will will match you with people. They can do that. Um, or, or, or in some cases, the price is you know are 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 geared towards specific times geared towards solo travelers like there's a gorgeous place there in St Lucia um the body holiday it's a five star deluxe um wellness uh, resort in St Lucia and they dedicate the month of September to to September solos it's called where they've no single supplements in any of the rooms and everybody there like all your spa treatments wellness fitness classes food everything is included in the price and everybody there is a single so that's a great way to meet people again that's kind of the luxury end but there are ways to do it I know even actually which I wasn't aware of until I was researching for this but Cassidy Travel have an actual um, separate landing page on their website for solo travellers and I, I saw prices to Portugal for 300 euros for a week in October so that was I hadn't seen that before so th- I think people uh, travel agents and tour operators are getting more and more aware of, of the of the demand for solo travel and they are putting the prices out there and po- probably more off peak that's what I was just about to, to ask you about I mean is that from what you just quoted September and October it's that you actually would need to go off peak if you were to get if I take advantage assuming that you're in a job that will allow you to take holidays at that time of year yeah, definitely. I mean, off-peak is where the value is. And I think that's probably the case for most. It's the same, I suppose, for families or for anybody. Um, going off-peak is always going to be the best value to get. But as I said, if you're comfortable with sharing with people or um, you want to go on a lot of these group trips, these like the likes of G-Adventures and a lot of these uh, TG Active, I think I've mentioned before, um, organise group trips and, and they will have reduction um, uh, single room uh, rates and, and they're not that much higher. Like I was looking at the Camino there uh, with TD Active and I think it was like oh, I actually wrote it down there but it's 1488 for a week including um, all your flights your hotels half board everything um, and I think it was only about 200 euros less for two sharing so it wasn't a massive increase for the single supplement so I think again it's just a, a matter of shopping around obviously your local travel agent would help you as well um, so there, there is just it, it really depends I suppose the most important thing is, is, is you ask what you're looking for are you looking for that you know um, eat pray love experience in Bali where you don't <laughs> you know uh, you go on a retreat or are you looking to go somewhere lively and meet other people um, and that's I suppose that's the first thing you, you want to ask yourself before you, you, you plan your, your solo holiday You also think cruises can be good for solo travellers why is that? 
Well, there's a specific one that I was on, um, Norwegian Encore, and Norwegian have been voted the best cruise line for solo travellers, I think six years in a row. They have this dedicated area all with, with solo cabins, and then they have like a bar and lounge area within it. So you've kind of nearly got your own meeting area. So everybody's staying in the same part of the ship and everybody can meet there beforehand. So that's really handy. But But also cruises in general, there's so many restaurant options on board and like some people want to go to the theatre, some don't. So you often find even within couples that people tend to eat on their own anyway. So it's not unusual sitting down to eat on your own at a table or because people just tend to the kids might be in one restaurant. Somebody else might be at the buffet. Somebody else might be in the spa. And, you know, so cruising can be handy that way. Also got get to see so many different destinations. You, you'd never get bored either. You know, there's just lots to do there. OK, when well. you're solo travelling, though, what about the issue? of safety yeah I mean this is always another issue that comes up and I suppose it's like I mean you just have to use the same sense that you would walking down the street in Dublin I suppose at night time just just be aware of your surroundings and make sure you tell people where you are I mean this is where if if you are staying in somewhere like a hostel that this hostel world um, app is really really handy because you can literally message anybody tell them all where you are meet up with other people so that's obviously very important obviously don't have too much cash but it depends on where you're going if you want to go to like South America or Vietnam or India or any of these kind of places you are probably better off to go on an organized group tour but if if you know if you want to go on your own you could choose like city uh, safe destinations like iceland or small little cities like porto or university towns like toulouse or something like that 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 aren't kind of overwhelming that you'd be able to explore on your own without that feeling that uh, that you know i feel i suppose as safe as you can be uh, once you use the, the the correct precautions Okay, and again, are there tra- you mentioned the Cassidy's has a homepage for people, but again, conversations with travel agents, I mean, could this be a good opportunity for people, if they are on their own, to talk out what it is, what they need with a travel agent to get some suggestions rather than just falling down rabbit holes on the net? Absolutely. I mean, that's what travel agents are there for. And you've got the protection. Um, and uh, sp- particularly when, when you're talking about, you know, a big adventure trip, you know, when you're, when you're talking about, you know, I would definitely always recommend going with a travel agent. Um, but it, like, so when you say it, a big adventure trip, what sort of do you have in like, mind there? Like if you were going to Africa or you wanted to go to um, climb, go to Machu Picchu or something like a, a big trip like that, I certainly wouldn't um, organize something like that without going to, to a travel agent particularly if you're on your own, um, it's important to make sure that you have the safety covered and you're going with reputable companies. Um, that's, that's paramount. Sarah, I, I don't want to seem in any way negative about this, but um, what if you got into a group and you ended up, you really didn't like them, that you found that they were all the sort of the <laughs> wrong age and stuff and you're thinking, I wanted to be on my own. Well, I wanted to meet other people and I wish I hadn't met this lot. I know, yeah. I mean, that's, I don't know, I, I, there's nothing I can say about that. Um, I will say that in a lot of the group, the, the pre-organized ones in the in the group trips, you will see the suitability. You will see whether they're suitable for, you know, even from athletic point of view, whether it's it's suitable for hiking or, you know, fitness levels and things like that. Adventure, whether you're going to be zip lining and things like that that you may not want to do. So usually in those organized group ones, you will see that you're with like minded people. So there'll be an easy one there'll be a difficult one then there'll be an extreme one so you know of with within the same destination for instance so like Machu Picchu you could either go on the train or you could hike up so you 
you know, you'll probably find you're with the same type of people if you choose the hike or if you choose the train. So that's now that's very broad and it's not obviously um sure. it's I can't guarantee you're not gonna but it that's probably a good way to 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 gauge it, I guess. Sarah Slattery from the travel expert.ie, thank you very much. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from four thirty. Today,